Good morning and happy Thanksgiving, y'all. I am so thrilled to be able to gather here with you and to center ourselves in a moment or a few moments of prayer, focusing on God on this day of Thanksgiving. Thank you all for being here with me. I hope that you have a wonderful day. Um, before we get started, I, I just kind of, one of the things that I want to give thanks for is a couple friends of mine. You know, I don't use names except for poor Jack who gets drugged into everything <laughs> um, as much on, on this podcast just because I really respect people's privacy. But I have a couple of friends who last year when Jack and I were um, temporarily located away from home and it was going to be a long drive or flight to get back and it was my 39th birthday that weekend, they welcomed us into their home and had a wonderful Thanksgiving and birthday celebration. My birthday present was a swamp tour, which was super, super cool. Um, and it was just, it was really, really lovely of them to do it. So today, particularly, I give thanks for friends who are family and who just step in and make you feel right at home, even when you're far away from it. So I hope that you all have some wonderful times with some gracious and loving friends, family, or family, or however you want to put it today. We do have a special, um selection of readings for Thanksgiving Day, so let me tell you what those are right up front here so that we uh, don't get ourselves all confused. Our psalm this morning is Psalm 147. We will also have readings from Deuteronomy 26, 1 through 11, and John 6, 26 through 35. So that being said, let's go ahead and turn to our morning prayer service. I apologize. Usually I start this all out by saying that we read the daily office from the Book of Common Prayer. If there's anybody who's new to this podcast, and that is what we're doing. So we'll go ahead and we will start on page 78. Give thanks to the Lord and call upon his name. Make known his deeds among the peoples. We continue with the confession of sin on page 79. Dearly beloved, we have come together in the presence of Almighty God, our Heavenly Father, to set forth his praise, to hear his holy word, and to ask for ourselves and on behalf of others those things that are necessary for our life and our salvation. And so that we may prepare ourselves in heart and mind to worship him, let us kneel in silence and with penitent and obedient hearts confess our sins, that we may obtain forgiveness by his infinite goodness and mercy. Most merciful God, we confess that we have sinned against you in thought, word, and deed. By what we have done and by what we have left undone, we have not loved you with our whole heart, we have not loved our neighbors as ourselves. We are truly sorry, and we humbly repent. For the sake of your Son, Jesus Christ, have mercy on us and forgive us, that we may delight in your will and walk in your ways to the glory of your name. Amen. 
Almighty God, have mercy on us. Forgive us all our sins through our Lord Jesus Christ. Strengthen us in all goodness, and by the power of the Holy Spirit, keep us in eternal life. Amen. Lord, open our lips, and our mouth shall proclaim your praise. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. The mercy of the Lord is everlasting. Come, let us adore him. Be joyful in the Lord, all you lands. Serve the Lord with gladness and come before his presence with a song. Know this, the Lord himself is God. He himself has made us and we are his. We are his people and the sheep of his pasture. Enter his gates with thanksgiving. Go into his courts with praise. Give thanks to him and call upon his name. For the Lord is good. His mercy is everlasting and his faithfulness endures from age to age. The mercy of the Lord is everlasting. Come, let us adore him. Psalm 147. Praise the Lord, how good it is to sing praises to our God, for he is gracious and a song of praise is fitting. The Lord builds up Jerusalem, he gathers the outcasts of Israel, he heals the brokenhearted and binds up their wounds. He determines the number of the stars, he gives to all of them their names. Great is our Lord and abundant in power, his understanding is beyond measure. The Lord lifts up the downtrodden, He casts the wicked to the ground. Sing to the Lord with thanksgiving. Make melody to our God on the lyre. He covers the heavens with clouds, prepares rain for the earth, makes grass grow on the hills. He gives to the animals their food and to the young ravens when they cry. His delight is not in the strength of the horse, nor his pleasure in the speed of a runner. But the Lord takes pleasure in those who fear him and those who hope in his steadfast love. Praise the Lord, O Jerusalem. Praise your God, O Zion. For he strengthens the bars of your gates. He blesses your children within you. He grants peace within your borders. He fills you with the finest of wheat. He sends out his command to the earth. His word runs swiftly. He gives snow like wool. He scatters frost like ashes. He hurls down hail like crumbs. Who can stand before his cold? He sends out his word and melts them. He makes his wind blow and the waters flow. He declares his word to Jacob, his statutes and ordinances to Israel. He has not dealt thus with any other nation. They do not know his ordinances. Praise the Lord. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen.
Now, a reading from Deuteronomy, <clears throat> chapter 26, verses 1 through 11. When you have come into the land that the Lord your God is giving you as an inheritance to possess, and you possess it and settle in it, you shall take some of the first of all the fruit of the ground, which you harvest from the land that the Lord your God is giving you, and you shall place it in a basket and go to the place that the Lord your God will choose as a dwelling for his name. You shall go to the priest who is in office at that time and say to him, Today I declare to the Lord your God, that I have come into the land that the Lord swore to our ancestors to give us. When the priest takes the basket from your hand and sets it down before the altar of the Lord your God, you shall make this response before the Lord your God. A wandering Aramean was my ancestor. He went into Egypt and lived there as an alien, few in number, and there he became a great nation, mighty and populous. When the Egyptians treated us harshly and afflicted us by imposing hard labor on us, we cried to the Lord, the God of our ancestors. The Lord heard our voice and saw our affliction, our toil, and our oppression. The Lord brought us out of Egypt with a mighty hand and an outstretched arm, with a terrifying display of power and with signs and wonders. And he brought us into this place and gave us this land, a land flowing with milk and honey. So now I bring the first of the fruit of the ground that you, O Lord, have given me. You shall set it down before the Lord your God and bow down before the Lord your God. Then you, together with the Levites and the aliens who reside among you, shall celebrate with all the bounty that the Lord your God has given to you and to your house. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. We will say together Canticle 13, found on page 90. Glory to you, Lord God of our fathers. You are worthy of praise. Glory to you. Glory to you for the radiance of your holy name. We will praise you and highly exalt you forever. Glory to you in the splendor of your temple, on the throne of your majesty. Glory to you. Glory to you seated between the cherubim. We will praise you and highly exalt you forever. Glory to you, beholding the depths, in the high vault of heaven, glory to you. Glory to you, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. We will praise you and highly exalt you forever. The Holy Gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ, according to John. Glory to you, Lord Christ. John 6, 26 through 35. Jesus answered them, very truly, I tell you, you are looking for me, not because you saw signs, but because you ate your fill of the loaves. 
Do not work for the food that perishes, but for the food that endures from eternal life, which is the son which the Son of Man will give you. For it is on him that God the Father has set his seal. Then they said to him, What must we do to perform the works of God? Jesus answered them, This is the work of God, that you believe in him whom he has sent. So they said to him, What sign are you going to give us then, so that we may see it and believe you? What work are you performing? Our ancestors ate the manna in the wilderness. As it is written, he gave them bread from heaven to eat. Then Jesus said to them, Very truly I tell you, it was not Moses who gave you the bread from heaven, but it is my Father who gives you the true bread from heaven. For the bread of God is that which comes down from heaven and gives life to the world. They said to him, Sir, give us this bread always. Jesus said to them, I am the bread of life. Whoever comes to me will never be hungry, and whoever believes in me will never be thirsty. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Christ. Let us all stand and say together the Apostles' Creed. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, creator of heaven and earth. I believe in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord. He was conceived by the power of the Holy Spirit and born of the Virgin Mary. He suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended to the dead. On the third day, he rose again. He ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of the Father. He will come again to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. The Lord be with you, and also with you. Let us pray. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done, on earth as in heaven. Give us today our daily bread. Forgive us our sins as we forgive those who sin against us. Save us from the time of trial, and deliver us from evil. For the kingdom, the power, and the glory are yours, now and forever. Amen. We'll use Suffrages Set B on page 98. Save your people, Lord, and bless your inheritance. Govern and uphold them now and always. Day by day we bless you. We praise your name forever. Lord, keep us from all sin today. Have mercy on us, Lord, have mercy. Lord, show us your love and mercy, for we put our trust in you. In you, Lord, is our hope, and we shall never hope in vain. Almighty and gracious Father, we give you thanks for the fruits of the earth in their season and for the labors of those who har harvest them. Make us, we pray, faithful stewards of your great bounty for the provision of our necessities and the relief of all who are in need. To the glory of your name, through Jesus Christ our Lord, who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. Let's go ahead also and do the litany of thanksgiving found on page 837, if you all would uh, indulge me. 
Let us give thanks to God our Father for all his gifts so freely bestowed upon us, for the beauty and wonder of your creation and earth and sky and sea. We thank you, Lord, for all that is gracious in the lives of men and women, revealing the image of Christ. We thank you, Lord, for our daily food and drink, our homes and families and our friends. We thank you, Lord, for minds to think and hearts to love and hands to serve. We thank you, Lord, for health and strength to work and leisure to rest and play. We thank you, Lord, for the brave and courageous who are patient in suffering and faithful in adversity. We thank you, Lord, for all valiant seekers after truth, liberty, and justice. We thank you, Lord, for the communion of saints in all times and places. We thank you, Lord. Above all, we give you thanks for the great mercies and promises given to us in Christ Jesus our Lord. To him be praise and glory with you, O Father, and the Holy Spirit, now and forever. Amen. All right, continuing on, on page 100, actually on page 101, Lord Jesus Christ, you stretched out your arms of love on the hard wood of the cross that everyone might come within the reach of your saving embrace. So clothe us in your spirit that we, reaching forth our hands in love, may bring those who do not know you to the knowledge and love of you. For the honor of your name. Amen. Our readings today deliver two messages that are simple in a cognitive way, but much more difficult to live out and to fully embrace, at least for me. Maybe it's real easy for you guys, I don't know. But the Actually, I guess it's three major messages I would say today. So firstly, all that we have comes through the grace of God. That which we really need is not that of the earth. We are inclined to think about our earthly needs and wants first. But what really is even more important is the food that the Lord gives to our souls and our spirits. Thirdly, it is our responsibility as co-creators with Christ to sow a good harvest, to reap the good harvest when it is ready. And I would say even with that, with the reaping, some of it is ours to reap and some of it is the Lord's to reap. You know what I mean? And so I guess metaphorically, what I think about is sowing the love of Christ and sowing the seedling, the seed of the love of Christ in the heart of another. And 
and then if it be God's will, if it is our place, if it is our position to be there when that seed is ready to bear fruit. Because we know that a lot of times seeds are planted in times of crisis. That is the time when we first begin to know the Lord. Um, but we might not be ready as humans to fully move into relationship with God until later. I feel like I digressed a little bit there. So to circle back, I think the three main points are that um, we rest and trust in the Lord because he provides provides for us and we are thankful. Like stop and take it with so much wrong in the world. Stop and take a moment and give thanks for those things that are right. You know, we might have, we do have a lot of ugliness out in the world, but I have a beautiful relationship with my son and I am so thankful for it. And we can hold both of these things. We can hold a realistic awareness of what is wrong and burn with a fire to make it right while at the same time being so thankful for that which is good and then circling back to second again what is more precious and more important and a little bit harder sometimes to open our eyes to see but we definitely should and to recognize are the beyond earthly needs that the Lord fulfills for us. That he is love and he is light and he is the source of all that is good. And he provides for us a path to heaven and a companion, companion through this world. So I pray that God gives us eyes to see and recognize those non-tangibles that are yet worth so much everything to us as we walk through life. And then at this time of bounty and harvest, we may we be aware that our actions in this world sow seeds. May we be so focused on Christ that the seeds that we sow are of his love. And may we be there to reap the harvest as he wills us in the places and times that he appoints. I pray all of this in the holy name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Today, um, November 22nd, is also the feast day, or the day in which we remember Clive Staples Lewis. Um, you might know him as C.S. Lewis. Where I don't agree on every single point of theology with C.S. Lewis, I do love his writing. And I am thankful for an author who was really creative in the way that he reached out to people. I feel like C.S. Lewis was gifted with an ability to translate into a language that people could hear. And so I just wanted to take a moment to remember him. And if you, if you don't know him, look him up. He is both the writer of the Chronicles of Narnia and also the writer of several great and relatable books on theology. Um, the Screwtape Letters, Mere Christianity, and um, he's a pretty amazing guy. So, with that all being said, let us 
close up our time together this morning with the general thanksgiving on page 101 of the Book of Common Prayer. Almighty God, Father of all mercies, we, your unworthy servants, give you humble thanks for all your goodness and loving kindness to us and to all whom you have made. We bless you for our creation, preservation, and all the blessings of this life, but above all for your immeasurable love and the redemption of the world by our Lord Jesus Christ, for the means of grace and for the hope of glory. And we pray, give us such an awareness of your mercies that with truly thankful hearts we may show forth your praise, not only with our lips, but in our lives, by giving up ourselves to your service and by walking before you in holiness and righteousness all your day, all our days. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord, to whom with you and the Holy Spirit be honor and glory throughout all ages. Amen. Let us bless the Lord. Thanks be to God. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with us all evermore. Amen. Thank you all for bearing with me this morning. I was a little bit disorganized, um, and I feel like I might have missed something when I was going over what I gleaned from the reading. So I'm actually going to go back and read them again, and I pray that the grace of the Holy Spirit fills in the gaps of anything that I have missed. I'm sure that I miss a lot, actually, every day, but um, that's a one of the many wonderful gifts of the Holy Spirit. So I guess I'll close by saying that I am thankful that I do not have to be everything and I don't have to be perfect and I don't have to catch every nuance for every listener, that you have the Holy Spirit there with you. And I pray that the Spirit reveals what we need to see and hear and know today. Amen. <laughs>